On today's episode, we have some really important news from the Department of Social Security that's going to affect each and every one of us. We're also going to be discussing ways that you can save money, real money, and we'll be discussing an email from a concerned mother who has a son who is disabled. This is one of those must-listen-to episodes. Welcome to An Apple a Day. Please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you doing today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? You can't ask for better than that. We have got a good one for you today. This is one of those you don't want to miss episodes. But before we start, I want to talk to you real quick about over-the-counter medications. Now, you're probably thinking they're over-the-counter. How harmful can they be, right? Well, you'd be surprised. Some of the -the over-the-counter medications don't interact well with your prescription medications. You know, when you're taking pain relievers like uh, Tylenol, aspirin, whatever. Before you take any over-the-counter medication, check with your doctor just to make sure that there's no contraindications. Even check with the pharmacist. Let the pharmacist know everything that you're on and see if a certain medication is okay for you to take. Don't take chances with your health. There's certain over-the-counter medications that can really screw you up, for lack of a better word. So you want to be careful, especially now with the cold season coming in. I tell you what, this past couple of weeks, I've been freezing my butt off. I mean, to the point that I, I woke up the other morning, I had a cold that my head was all stuffy, my throat was scratchy and sore. It was sore every time I swallowed you got to be careful, though, with the medications that you take and these over-the-counter things because I almost took uh, something that could have put me in a grave, to be honest with you. And if it wasn't for my wife being a nurse, I probably would have taken it because that's how bad I was feeling. So you just want to be careful. I just wanted to put that out there to you. And, you know, the same holds true for these herbs. You know, you see them in the department stores, herbs, and you think it's all natural and you think it's all good to take. But it's not. Some of those herbs can mess up with your medication. So be careful. Be careful what you take, especially the fact that you're taking all kinds of other medication, prescription medication. Always check with your doctor before you add anything to your regimen. That's a safe way to look at it. All right, and before we go any further, I want to remind you that an apple a day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the homepage for this podcast. You get a minute, check it out. That's www.famousapple.com. Now, if you want to reach me by email, you can reach me at jimmy at famousapple.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y at famousapple.com. If you have a question for the administrators of the podcast or the website, you can reach them at admin at famousapple.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at famousapple.com. Hey, listen, I know we're coming up on the holiday season here. It's just a couple more weeks of Thanksgiving, and then you have Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, all of that stuff. The one thing you have to remember, no matter what, 
no matter who's at the house to visit, who's staying with you, whose house you're staying at, you have to make your doctor's appointment. You have to keep your doctor's appointments. If you're going to be away, make sure you let your doctor know, reschedule them. If you're having people stay with you, I'm very sorry. So for a couple of hours on, on a certain day, you're going to have to be out and they're going to have to be on their own. But make sure you keep your doctor's appointments. Make sure you keep your therapy appointments. And don't use the excuse, well, I don't want to get on the scale of the doctor's office because, you know, it's the holidays and I ate a little bit too much. Go to your doctor's appointment, okay? Go to your doctor's appointment, get on the scale, take the heat for whatever you eat, (laughs) and worry about your health. Put your health before anything else, okay? Very important to remember, put your health before anything else, all right? Let's get started here. I received an email, a rather long email, from someone in the beginning of the episode here. I said a concerned mother. Well, I was being sarcastic because this woman doesn't seem so concerned about her son. Now, if I was to read the whole email, it would probably take me about 15 minutes, and I'd have to cut out a couple of words here and there because of the language. But So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you a synopsis of what the email is about, and it bothers me. This, this email really bothered me when I read it. It seems that her son was injured in a work-related accident two years ago. She doesn't tell me what the nature of the accident was, but he's on permanent disability, and he's home. He's not working anymore. And she says the phone calls that she gets from him or the, when she calls him, the phone calls are very stressing for her. They're very uh, hard to take because he seems to be worried about things that are nonsensical to her. He worries about how often the heat comes on in his house. He worries if the windows is, are closed all the way. Uh, he worries that if what happens if the car doesn't start tomorrow. He's worrying about things in advance. And she just, it annoys her. She's just annoyed by his fears, his worries. And then she goes on to say he thinks that she has a crystal ball because he's looking to her for confirmation that these things are okay. And how is she supposed to know if they're okay? She can't tell the future. And he's really beginning to annoy her. And I'm thinking to myself, what a loving mother you are. This guy's having some problems. She says to, she says that he can't leave the house without checking his front doorknob to make sure it's locked five times. Says he's gotten two, three blocks away from his house and had to turn around and go back to make sure that the doorknob was locked, to make sure that the lights are out. He goes through the house unplugging lamps at night before he goes to bed. He obsesses about the sounds that come from his refrigerator. All of these things annoy the mother, all right? Everything that this guy does annoys her to the point that she says in her email she thought she raised a man. What does this have to do with that? Does this make him less of a man because the guy has some anxieties? But it gets worse. She wants to avoid his phone calls altogether. She doesn't want to go over to visit him because she can't put up with the constant uh, worrying that he does, that it's annoying her, and she needs to worry about her, and she has to take a break away from him. He has to pull himself up by his bootstraps, be a man, and handle his problem. What a concerned mother she is. Let me just start by saying, what a bitch. You know what? The one thing I'll agree with is that 
maybe you should stay away from him. Maybe you shouldn't talk to him. Maybe you shouldn't make phone calls to him because this poor guy's got enough to deal with. He doesn't need you laughing at him or belittling him or telling him he's not a man. He has legitimate worries in his mind. They may not be legitimate to you, but to him they are because he's looking at all the other things around him. He's he's faced with being on limited income. He's worried about electric bills, I guess, his heating bills. He's worried about car repairs. He's worried about repairs to appliances in the house. These are legitimate worries in his head. Maybe he's not explaining it enough for you, but it should be enough for you to know that your son's concerned. These are concerns that he has, and maybe they're not realistic to you. Maybe you don't care, Maybe you know, but to him it does. It is realistic to him. It's important to him, and it's hurting him mentally. I'm sure he's losing sleep over these things. I'm sure he's making himself more sick because the more you worry about something, the more sick you make yourself, whether you know that or not. Now, instead of saying you have to stay away from your own son or you can't talk to your own son, maybe you might want to talk to his doctor. Maybe you might want to suggest that he speak to a mental health professional. So, Not that he's mentally ill, but he has legitimate concerns in his mind, and he has to be able to voice them. I'm going to tell you something, and I, I rarely tell anybody this. I went through this myself years ago. I was in my house, I was home all day by myself, and when you're alone with your own thoughts, the noises around you become 10 times louder. I used to obsess over my refrigerator. I could tell you how many times in an hour the refrigerator turned on and turned off. And my wife, God bless her, I used to, I used to do the same thing to her. I'd say to her, you think there's something wrong with the refrigerator? What happens if the refrigerator goes? Now, I knew she didn't have a crystal ball. I knew that she couldn't answer me right at that moment, but these are things that I had to get out of my, my, my head. I had to say it to get them out of my head, and my wife was kind enough to be the sounding board for me, to let me talk to her about these things, and that's what your son is looking for. He's looking for someone that's willing to listen to his concerns. He's not necessarily looking for you to say, don't worry about it. The car's going to start tomorrow. It's always going to say. He knows that you can't tell that. He knows that, but he just has to get these concerns he has to be able to verbalize them get them out of him out of his head and that'll help him feel a little better you know what instead of you talking to him instead of you calling him suggest that he go see a mental health professional someone that can be a little empathetic because evidently ma'am you're wrapped up in your own head the only thing i will say that i appreciate that you did is you got your son listening to this and i hope he's listening now when i say Go see a mental health professional. Doesn't mean you're crazy. Doesn't mean you're crazy. That's the same if you go see a doctor because you have a cold. Doesn't mean you're dying. It's just that you need some help trying to get rid of the cold. In this case, you need some help dealing with your anxieties. So don't hesitate. Call your doctor. Ask your doctor to recommend a professional that you can speak to. But you know what, sir, if you're listening right now, don't call your mother anymore with this. Don't talk to her anymore about it. Talk to the professional and... Once you talk to the professional for a while, maybe he or she can help you get back to being able to have a conversation with your mother. And for those who do know somebody that's like this, that's worried, that has high anxiety about things, 
It doesn't make them feel any better for you to trivialize their worries. It doesn't make them feel any better for you to say, that's stupid, don't worry about that, that's, that's nonsense. You know, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. In that person's head, okay, they already think that it's nonsense. They already know that it's nonsense, but they can't get it out of their head. They can't stop worrying about it. They feel bad enough that they are worrying about it, and by you telling them, that those are stupid things to worry about makes them feel even worse. Be a little sympathetic to somebody that has these problems. You know, they've lost everything else, really. When they, when they become permanently disabled, they've lost a big chunk of their life. And now they're expected to sit there. And they, it's just normal for other things to come into their head. And this is what's coming into their head, what's around them. And they're worried. They don't want to lose what's around them. So they worry about it. And like I said, the best thing for them is to go speak to a professional. So be sympathetic, be empathetic, and help them. Help them. Suggest they go see a, a doctor. Suggest that they take the medication the doctor tells them to take for it. It's anxiety. And being so anxious can only hurt other things that are going on inside their body. So please, don't, don't tell them that they're stupid. Don't be like this woman and say you're not a man or you're not a woman. Just be sympathetic. Have a sympathetic ear and let them sound off to you. And in the meantime, try and get them to go see a professional. That's all. All right, let's move on here. So, if you're like me, you're always looking for a way to save money. And I mean save real money. I'm not talking about saving a couple of pennies here and there. I'm talking about saving some real money. And I actually did it. I actually did it. But before I start, I want to just tell you this. The companies I'm about to talk about, we don't get paid from them. We're not advertising for them. Uh, it's just that we found that it works for us. And I want to share that with you. So I don't want you to think I'm hawking somebody's con company. I'm not. I'm just telling you what we did. And I think it's great. But anyhow, one of the biggest expenses in my house every month is the TV, the internet, and the telephone. I think it's the same for everybody. Now, when you sign up, I signed up for this one company. And I'm not going to mention the name because I think they're a ripoff, but that's just me. Other people love them. But when I started with them, you know, they said, oh, we're going to give you these deals. We're going to work it so that you're saving money. You're saving big money on this year. And make a long story short, I ended up getting the internet, uh, three TVs hooked up in my house, all the channels, all the movie channels. Well, uh, let me get, let me, not, not, I don't want to jump ahead of myself. I got my cable, my internet, and my telephone set up. And then they started offering me these deals. We can give you all the movie channels for just $10 additional for the next six months. And at the end of the six months, if you don't like it, just cancel. And we can increase your, your speed on your internet. We'll double your upload speed and double your download speed and just an additional $20 a month. So now I went from 140 to 170 plus taxes. I'm at $200. But they don't tell you the things too, like, uh, oh, you want you want the v, the DVR? Well, that's just an additional eight dollars a month, and then you want the DVR service naturally, since you have the DVR. That's an additional five dollars a month, and so on and so on and so on. And then they give you the spiel, and you have the phone, and you can call anywhere in the world, and it doesn't cost you an extra dime. <laughs> okay, so you take this deal, 
and you're spending $200 a month now. You don't even realize it. You, they break it down in the head for you. You know, they say, well, your internet is this much and your TV is this much. And don't forget, you're getting the discount on the movie channels and you got that increased speed on your internet. And don't forget, you have the phone. So they're making it sound like you're getting all this stuff for 200 and something dollars a month. And you're saying, you know what? It's worth it. <laughs> they're great salespeople. Yeah, it's worth it. And then you realize that that... Those prices that they gave you starting out only for a certain amount of time. I started out, like I said, I started out at 140 And by the time I was done, by the time I finally cut the cord, in a matter of two years, I was at $291. Can you imagine that? You could make a car payment for $291. And you're doing it for TV and internet. Not to mention, not to mention... On top of that, just about everyone in today's society has a cell phone. So you're also paying for that on the side. Add it all together just on technology, TV, internet, your telephones. You're probably paying about $400 a month. I said, there is no way. I can't afford it. So I started cutting down things. But it, it didn't seem to cut off as much. Like when I cut out the movie channels, I didn't seem to save as much as it went up. It's never the same going down as it is when it goes up. Anyhow, I had a young friend tell me about Netflix. And I was like, I heard of Netflix. You got to watch that on your computer. You know, I'm not going to watch TV on my computer. I'm too old for that now. And he says, no, 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 no. He says, you buy a fire stick. The hell is a fire stick, right? You buy a fire stick, you put it on your TV, and you can watch Netflix. You might as well be saying this to me in some foreign language. I don't understand the word that they're saying. Netflix, the fire stick, plug it into my TV. Well, I finally sat down and I looked at it. I looked at the fire stick. I bought the fire stick for $49 from Amazon. Now, here's another thing. I know, you know, when you're on a fixed income, $49 is a lot of money. Trust me, I know. But you can break that up into payments over on Amazon. Yes, you didn't know that. There's certain things on Amazon you can make monthly payments on, and they'll send you the product right away. So you can get the, the fire stick from Amazon, and then I put Netflix on the TV. And I didn't cancel my cable yet. I put the Netflix on, and I'm... I found out that I was watching Netflix more than I was watching cable TV. But then I was saying, well, you know, I want to watch the live shows. Like, my wife loves that show, uh, Married at First Sight. Wants to be able to see that. Well, it's not on Netflix. So someone told me about Hulu. And I was like, wow, Hulu. You can watch live TV. So futzing around with it and doing a little bit of investigating into into this, I found that you can get live TV through Hulu, okay, for $50 a month. And that gives you, not only gives you live TV, it gives you movies that you can stream, TV shows that you can stream, original shows. I was like, holy smokes. After looking into it and going to the websites and reading the websites and everything that was involved, I found out that I could get Hulu live and Netflix and the Fire Stick, right? The Fire Stick was a one-time payment. That was $49. The Hulu Live is $50 a month. Netflix is $10 a month. There's $60 a month that I'm paying, and I have everything on TV. Everything. Now, I don't have HBO, but I don't need it. I've got movies I can stream. I've got Netflix with movies I can stream. But I've got live TV. I can get my local news. It, it's phenomenal with just these two these two services, Hulu and Netflix. And I get a lot of original shows, plus I get a lot of the older movies. I get new movies that are just coming out. It's phenomenal. So for $60 a month, say 70 round it up. For $70 a month, I'm getting everything with the exception of a, a, a house phone. 
that I was paying $290 a month for. So I'm saving $220 a month by going with Hulu and Netflix with a $50 investment to begin with, $49 investment. How can you go wrong, all right? So you need your cable company for your internet. That's fine. So still, figure it like this. You spend $70 for your entertainment, or $60, actually. It's 50 and 10 So it's $60 for your entertainment. And then just say, for argument's sake, you spend another $50 for high-speed internet. You get the 400 megabytes. You're at 110 versus 290 Look at the money you're saving. Think about it. I, I save, I'm saving a boatload of money. Think I can pay other bills. I'm not stressed, so stressed that I'm spending that much money on TV, internet, and my home phone. I didn't use it anyway. I used my cell phone for everything. And I switched over from another company to Sprint. All right. Some people like Sprint. Some people don't. It depends on where you live. You got to check what your availability is, what your signal's like. But I switched over to Sprint. So now I'm going against the norm. I don't have cable in my house anymore to speak, so to speak. I have streaming services. I have my internet. And I switched over to a, a different brand of cell phone. And for... A hundred and sixty dollars a month. I'm paying. I'm paying a hundred and sixty dollars a month with everything. Cell phone, everything versus the four hundred, four hundred twenty dollars a month I was paying. Look at the alternatives. And I'm telling you, you can cut the cord with your cable. Go to Netflix and Hulu. You have everything that you need. You can even go to Netflix and Hulu and just get the streaming services without the live TV from Hulu. You can get that. So for $22 a month and keep your basic cable. There's ways to save money out there, my friends. And I'm talking about big money. And this is one of them. Check out Netflix and Hulu. Those two services are phenomenal. And check out the Fire Stick from Amazon. That's phenomenal. You can't go wrong. It's better. It's better. The money's better in your pocket than the cable company. Sound like a plan? It did for me. All right, let's move on here. Now, speaking of money in your pocket, this is the news you've been waiting for. All right, drum roll, please. What? No drum roll. <laughs> Big news from Social Security. The cost of living adjustment, the COLA, the COLA, cost of living increase, was just announced. For 2020, your Social Security disability payment and your SSI payment and Social Security payments are going to be increased by 1.6%. That's right, you're getting a 1.6% increase for 2020. Yeah, I heard people say, big deal, it's going to get lost in the Medi Medicare part and everything else. Well, here's the thing. If you didn't get the 1.6% increase, Medicare would still go up. It goes up all the time. Every year it goes up. Medicare has never stayed the same as long as I've been on Social Security disability. So it's going to go up anyway. But at least you're getting an increase. That's a 1.6% increase for 2020. Oh, there you have it. I want to thank you for stopping by today. I want to thank you for stopping by all the time. And I want you to remember one thing. No matter what, things can always be worse. Somewhere, someone's wishing they were in your position. So things can always be worse. Hey, make sure you stop by next week because it's our two-year anniversary. That's right. An apple a day is on the air. <laughs> the podcast has been being put out for two years. So come next week, we're going to have a little bit, of, little bit of a celebration, I guess is a good word. Okay? Hey, do me a favor. Give us a rating, all right? Leave us a comment in the comment box. I'll talk to you next week, my friends. Have a good one. Have a great weekend. 
You've been listening to An Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.